Hey everyone, I'm David Goldberg with Sarah McGoldrick and welcome to another episode of Media Gold, a podcast by the Gold Clover Group. We're coming to you from inside lockdown in Toronto. Um, the only difference is I can't get a haircut whenever I want to. <laughs> lockdown uh, part two and I managed to get mine on Saturday. Good for you. Good for you. I know a lot of people were calling like all around town and couldn't get in anywhere. So you're all set. I just had that weird sense. You could tell something was coming. So I, I booked it earlier in the week. I'm like, ah, I don't trust where this is going. And uh, I, when I was there, my um, hairdresser said they'd extended their hours. So they were working till like 10 o'clock at night to fit everybody in. Wow. Well, I wish everybody the best of luck. And thank God I got my Christmas shopping done. Because um, I don't want to go back out there. But I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck, Sarah. <laughs> hey, I hear Amazon is still working. So yeah. Um. So today we're going to talk about Twitter and is Twitter dead? Um. Because it's been around for over ten years now, and um, it had its like really high time in the limelight, and then just in recent years, since you know the rise of Trump and the incels and everything like that it seems to have taken on this very toxic twist. People find themselves um, ambushed by negative comments. Uh, there's talks of, you know, the, all the robots or bots that are out there trying to sway people, spread the alternative facts and the fake news or whatever you want to call it. And um, so I think it's turning a lot of people off when you have all these greater alternatives and I say greater in the terms of happier, more positive, like Instagram or TikTok, like we talked about last week, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, Twitter is definitely not the place it used to be. It's definitely a lot more toxic. Um, some brands have even abandoned Twitter altogether. Costco mm -hmm. um, Canada, they just their last tweet was essentially, we're not responding to anything else on Twitter. Come <laughs> see us on our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. um, so... For brands to be using Twitter today, they really have to be conscious of um, the relevance of it for their brand um, and to use it in a way that's going to generate hopefully positive feedback. It's great to generate conversation and, you know, some controversy. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you're trying to grow your business or, you know, make money, you want to be sure that you're putting out the right content. And some great examples of companies that do that are ones like Taco Bell, who, you know, tweeted in January of um, 2016, you know, good morning texts are cute, but have you tried bringing her Taco Bell? Um, <laughs> or the Mars Rover, um, a couple of years ago, posted a picture, obviously it's a machine, but it was able to take a picture of itself. So and uh, it, it said, you know, the, the tweet was no shame in the selfie game. So you can have a lot of fun uh, with Twitter as a brand or a company. Um, I think you saw some really cool ones too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've always been a big fan of the the Wendy's uh, Twitter account. Lots of spice, uh, lots of shade on people, not afraid to get into it with their main competition, including McDonald's. Uh, there was this one time McDonald's, who I guess the social media team, obviously they had like these templates out for the year. So this one was labeled like Black Friday need copy and link added. And they accidentally sent it out without putting any content in it. And obviously it got like, you know, tens of thousands of retweets. And then Wendy's just hit them back and they said, when the tweets are as broken as the ice cream machine. 
Um, so people love that. It went on to that response went on to get hundreds of thousands of tweets. And uh, Wendy's hasn't been afraid to call out like customers either for uh, rude behavior or inappropriate uh, actions on Twitter and social media. So exactly like you're you're allowed to um, have some fun with it. You're allowed to you know use it as as a space to communicate with your with your customers, good and bad. Um, and a lot of the time it is bad. Most people, when they get annoyed now, they just tweet the company because they know if they try to call or, um, you know, like reach out to them in other, other ways, they're never going to get a response. Um, and I know from experience in, you know, the two or three times I've had a really negative, um, customer experience with a company to tweet them, you know, like or to post a tweet saying I dealt with at such and such a company Yeah, service was terrible you're going to get that response. And um, some research showed um, by, by Maritz and Evolve24 showed that of uh, 1,298 Twitter complaints that they looked into, they found that only 29% of those tweets uh, were um, tweet gripes were replied to by the companies in question. So of nearly 1,300 Twitter complaints, only about 30% ever got a reply from the company. Right. So, that looks bad. Exactly. So, you know, you've, you've got this, this, this method of communicating with your customers. And if you're not taking advantage of that, again, you're just creating another negative experience for them where they don't feel they have anywhere to go. So if you're going to use Twitter, because a lot of companies, they get set up and they immediately set up the Facebook, the Insta, the YouTube, the Twitter, without knowing whether or not they really need all these, these tools. So know why you're using Twitter. You, you don't need every single social media platform for your company. You know, make sure that mm-hmm. if you're going to Twitter, it fits into your overall marketing strategy. And so some ways you can use uh, Twitter to help your business. Um, it's about growing your audience, uh, generating new leads on potential new clients. Um, and we talked about how you can, um, you know, a lot of companies don't always reply to people, but you can save on your customer service costs because you're not paying people to sit in like a telemarketing place mm-hmm. um, when you can easily uh, handle a lot of these negative things just by responding to people on Twitter for free. Um, and people will take Twitter complaint. So once you get that complaint, you have to reach out right away, uh, take the complaint offline as soon as possible because you don't want to have this whole uh, thread exploding with a back and forth. He said, she said, he said, she said. Um, so that's what you want to do there. Exactly. And again, in, in defining how it fits into your marketing strategy, uh, use it as a, as a place to share product information or the status of new releases, you know, start building a bit of a following or, you know, a, um, an audience leading up to a new product release with, you know, a few little hints, um, you know, coming, you know, December 1st, this new phone or this new app or that sort of thing. And, um, and, and give your audience a chance to, to follow along and, and share their comments ahead of time. Um, use it as, as research information, you know, aside from the customer service aspect, again, you're in direct communication with potential customers. So pose questions, use polls, um, to get a sense of, of what your followers want from your product. 
Yeah, I mean, this is free market research, people. Uh, mm -hmm. Big companies pay like hundreds of thousands or even millions of dollars uh, to get, you know, kind of information that you can get for free just by throwing up a Twitter poll. Um, so, and then just shifting away from, uh, you know, growing your business, uh, you can use Twitter for your personal brand when you're, you know, out there in the job market. Um, you can share your ideas about your workspace and things your colleagues are working on. You can use it as kind of like a live feed of your portfolio, sharing things you've created, uh, opinions about the direction your uh, career is going. You can see what the competition is doing. Again, like people, other people are putting their stuff out there for free. So you can literally just, you know, search up a hashtag, um, follow one of your favorite influencers or mentors and be constantly exposed to their new ideas and new things they're doing. Exactly. Like this is a perfect um, sort of similar to what LinkedIn is. Um, it's a chance to kind of highlight who you are. So take advantage of that and, you know, make sure that in you, your bio is, is well laid out, you know, that you've got mm -hmm. links to your website or your latest, you know, posting or article or whatever you do so that when someone sees you, they, they know where to find more information. Yeah. And, uh, back to like the business aspect, like, don't be afraid to, uh, engage your competition. You're not living in the silo. Like we talked to like the Wendy's and McDonald's, you know, it's like, you can have like fun with like the dueling flower shops or golf courses or whatever you happen to be uh, running. And you had something here about Grimace. Yes. Yeah, so um, in McDonald's, again, when it comes to the the branding and, and uh, you know, being a, a, a space where you can communicate, McDonald's account right in their bio, it says Grimace runs this account. Yeah. And, and then, then below it, similar to like when Trump does a, a COVID tweet or whatever, right. it's, this message is disputed. Oh God, that's funny. So, you know, you're allowed to have have some fun on Twitter. It doesn't always have to be negative. It doesn't always have to be political or, or you know, about generating an argument. There's there's lots of ways to create a positive uh, feel around your brand. But speaking of positivity, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about. Um, we kind of touched on at the beginning the toxic negative side that Twitter is or can become, and you know that you have to be careful and kind of watch out for it, right? Exactly. Like, be smart on Twitter. There is a very, very, very dark side to Twitter. And nothing is worse for your brand than um, an unfriendly Twitter war or being inundated by bots or um, just, again, those those trolls out there who, who seek out to just destroy a brand, a person, um, you know, like if, if you are a writer and you have a Twitter account and you share an article on something, it could be something great, like how to bake a cake. There are people out there who will do nothing but spend their time just discrediting you and finding ways to tear you down. So mm -hmm. just be aware that when you're using Twitter, just like on Facebook or, or anywhere else, like the trolls exist, but it can be extremely toxic and, and, and in some cases dangerous on Twitter because, you know, you see these celebrities who have been, you know, received death threats or, uh, you know, you get all kinds of negativity in your DMs, people sending you like really disturbing images or disturbing messages. So you really have to be conscious of the fact that if you're going to use Twitter, you have to be prepared for the worst. 
So the best thing you can do when you send out a tweet is be as honest and real as possible. Mm-hmm. Make sure that it reflects who you are and then include, um, don't, you know, include things that, that will get attention, hopefully in a positive way, um, an image, maybe some emojis, hashtags, and a call to action, a link. So if you're releasing a new product, like this is our new line of t-shirts, then make sure you've got a picture of one of those shirts with uh, a link to how to order them, maybe a few hashtags like holiday shirts or men's shirts, women's shirts, you know, whatever um, people might be looking for, maybe a couple of fun emojis, and of course, the call to action. Of course. And if you're going to tag anybody in Twitter, make sure you're tagging the right person because there's so many fake accounts, especially of celebrities and stuff like that. Um, you just want to make sure you're actually tagging the right person because then you could maybe get connected with one of those evil bots we were talking about earlier. Yeah, it's definitely don't just um, don't just randomly tweet like some people who will remain nameless do, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, you know, big powerful people. Um you know, take take the time to write out your tweet ahead of time. Bring out the old pencil and pen, you know, and paper and and just write out, you know, make a plan or type it up in your social media calendar of what you want to say. Check the links, check the tags, like you said. Make sure that if you're, you know, tagging someone, that account is real. So just go to their Twitter account, make sure they actually exist, and then post your tweet. And that way you won't be like McDonald's and forget forget the copy and the link. You know? Yeah, please don't be like McDonald's. Don't make draft tweets for like weeks or months in <laughs> advance because you will get burned and Wendy's will call you out on it. Exactly. So we hope you find these tips helpful. And as always, please send us your digital marketing questions. Uh, find us at www.goldclovergroup.com and find us on social media, all the channels at Gold Clover Group. And don't forget to catch us every Wednesday, wherever you listen to your podcasts.